0: Bids are in. The gavel's drop, Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is WineBids podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine retail, wine auctions, and just wine. My name is Jeff Gern. I'm on the WineBid marketing team. With me, as always, is Paul Walker, the big brain of Bordeaux, as everyone calls <laughs> him, our wine expert. Welcome to the
1: podcast, oh, Paul. Boy. Today, oh, boy. Welcome, Jeff. Big brain of Bordeaux. <laughs> big I mean, brain of Bordeaux. No, I mean, expert after that. I mean, it's. Yes. yes wholly inaccurate but well it's it's pretty accurate to me it's just what
0: i hear people calling you all the time like i was just (laughs) in our office this last week and i mean people were saying it all i i never heard the word i didn't know his name was paul for like six months because that's (laughs) all people call him today we're going to be going through our wine auction recap uh of the auction just happened over this past week let's jump right into it let's start with the stuff that you know pulled up a lot of bids and where we saw a lot of movement. And I want to start with Riesling, this 2013 Keller, Dalsheimer, uh, Hubacher, Riesling, Trocken, Grosses Gewachs. We have five of them, which <laughs> yeah. started at $55 a bottle. These are 2013, started at $55 a bottle, hammered at three, right around $310 what? a bottle. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and no, I was just looking at the bid history because I saw the numbers and I was blown away. But then it wasn't like, you know, there were obviously multiple bidders, but it came down to two people at the end who won, I think, who were really going for it. So the rest of them, you know, ended up just getting lost in the mix. But yeah, that's nuts. And it's also, also I think that's the only time we've sold this particular wine. Obviously, it's this, you know, this grossest skybox, no, we, we sold it in 2017 for 55. The same, but is it the same? It's the same bottle, the number, number Yeah, you're right. Okay, my bad. It is. It was quite is. a few and years ago. Yeah, for 56 yes. 50 bucks. <laughs> I so, mean, so, since 2017, you know, things have changed with Keller wines. So that's for if, sure. That's if if in 2017, you'd procured 150,000 cases. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Just wine investment advice. Ever useful? A hundred thousand cases. A hundred thousand cases of this storage. There are probably money. five cases in that are exported. <laughs> 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 of the, of the, if, if that, if there's of, of, of the like, yeah, of the maybe you know five hundred cases that were made, <laughs> you procure a one hundred. Probably not even that many. Probably like you would. would can It's like winning the lottery. Twenty-five <laughs> cases, maybe, and all you would need to do is store those for six years. <laughs> That is crazy. I mean, no, there's no way, you know, in 17, you would have, you would have been able to predict that because I think also, that's probably not too far after release. Was I mean, a, I don't think the there's 13. any way last month I could have predicted that like,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we like did, I think 17 uh, of 20 of, two, of the 2000s or
1: 17th of September. I don't know that I could have, yeah. maybe I could have predicted it, but well, it was definitely, it was definitely on my, my list of picks for last week because I was like, oh, that's that's a, that seems reasonable for a killer wine. 55. Well, I mean, could, could you predict that
0: it was going to go for more than 55? Yes, would you could you predict it was going to go for like
1: over 300? dollars No, because no, because I, I think some of the the trocken wines that the, the non grossest bucks, for lack of a better term, were not nearly as expensive as this, they were they were close to 100 bucks, but not not you know, not over. But the Gigi designation is another, that's another level of seriousness when it comes to rarity and popularity for this producer, especially. So let's
0: talk a little bit about uh one of our cranial favorites, Puffinet.
1: We have Yeah, these these Jura wines keep getting more and more popular. They keep we, jumping up. Yeah, What's a lot of like producers p- always get action. At Gannavat, we seem to talk about it every week. Puffinet seems to be making more and more appearances and there were multiple yeah. lots of this too that i just noticed that this wasn't the only one no you know, no had multiple bottles as well so they, they
0: all went and sold
1: above they all sold 80, it, they started much to stay right right yeah, they like sell above 80 85 but, bucks 80 but you're bucks, seeing
0: yeah. a market correction you're seeing the market say like no no, no these wines are, are worth more because we do see you know puffin and then got coming in to auction quite you know I wouldn't say they're super common, but I also don't think they're rare like they, no, come they, auction, in, they trickle
1: in, yeah, they're uh, in fairly often every every few weeks probably we see you know various kind of popular producers in the Jura, and that's Kufané is definitely one of them
0: I know it was interesting. I'll mention this like twenty fourteen Dominique Laurent Volnay, uh Senine uh seven we had two of them seven bits of from forty to fifty nine One thing I will mention is that. The Keller notwithstanding, almost everything that we sold this week that got a lot of bids this week was in the sub $100 range. And there's a lot of stuff in the sub sub $50 range. Private sellers, uh, Reese, Mount Pajaro uh Saraitas, Christum, just a lot more action, I would say in the sub hundred and even sub fifty dollar range right now, which is kind of
1: interesting to interesting to to see. But um, let me let me bring up an example that does yeah. not flow in with that that take, which is the Mayo de richborgs, again, multiple bottles, but both of them hammered at uh, let's see. they started sixteen seventy hammered at twenty two seventy so people were not afraid to go. Big for Mayo Camus reached for 05 last week. It's 2270, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's the highest we've ever sold that wine. Yeah, for. well, and, I mean, and... Maybe not for, you know, late 80s vintages or something, but... Look, there, there, for,
0: there are a sure. few that break them all. The 14 Henri Boileau Merceau Les Charmes, six bids, from 125 to about 160, 155, 160. And then we had the 02 Mag of Latour, we had two of those, which five bids took them from eight eighty-five to sell right around a uh, basically a thousand ten each. I mean, there, it's not that there wasn't any action at the high end of the market. <clears throat> I guess I'm just saying, like, I felt like. The script is kind of being flipped a little bit recently over the last few weeks, maybe months where we're seeing more action at the bottom end of the market more bidding I think at the at the sub 100 sub50 end of the market there's there's a
1: lot more going on there. It's also been a, like a a real steady influx of wines that have a few years on right like the pouinay wines yeah. are are almost ten years old you know, a lot of these other, other wines, like there's, there was Tignanello with a few years on it. So things that are totally out of retail, right? They're not available except in the secondary market. And so it's kind of funny where to see where those are going to go. 16 VR. I mean, these wines aren't Going to break any records, but it's interesting to st- see something like that. Francois Villard, Cornas, Juve, which like at thirty bucks, you're like, oh, that's a steal for you know a serious producer in Cornas with you know a few years on it from good vintage. Well, obviously it was because it got bid up to you know to forty five, cool. forty seven dollars which or, still isn't terrible, right? Like that's that seems to be like a a reasonable range for or, for something like that.
0: Or or like the 15 Chateau Montelena Chardonnay which we had three of, six bids took those from 45 and they ended up hammering at 61. Not like some dramatic for The 15? Part. The
1: 15, yeah, Chateau oh, That's interesting. So, I mean, it's got a few years of age on it. Yeah, yeah. those wines those wines can age too. That Chardonnay that that's yeah. not something that is going to fade after, you know, 3 or 4 years.
0: Well, exactly. But I guess I guess my point is like I think you're seeing people say like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to you know, maybe a year or two ago I was in the hundred 150 $200 range on Chardonnay, but you know, Monalina makes some phenomenal Chardonnay. There's 15s in auction, $45, even 60, $61. That's not crazy for that Chardonnay with a little bit of age on it cuz it's going
1: to it's going to be No, it's also I mean, I don't know anything about <clears throat> where Montalena retail pricing is but i would imagine the chardonnay is probably getting close to 60 bucks especially from the winery i don't know if you can buy it very readily at retail i suppose i could do a few minutes um, of research to figure that out but that's interesting that's that's still actually that seems a little high but anyway you're looking it's at collectible it's collectible wine chateau Montalena chardonnay
0: you're looking at probably anywhere from 65 to 75 dollars
1: yeah. Okay. Right. It's more so than I thought.
0: At the at the even at 62, you know, still a fantastic deal. And granted, you, you're gonna have like auction buyers premiums and shipping, but uh, I mean, I'm looking online, a lot of sellers are you know busted it out for 70 74.99 a bottle. Yeah, um, and then yeah. you have to ship to yourself. Again, looking at that, I and this one's fifteen with with a little bit of age on it, so you know, like I said, i and I do like a decent age for a Chardonnay's that can age and a that can age, like I like something that's got a
1: a few years on it. like to yeah. me, it tastes better. No, um, it's funny because there's there's six there was sixteen and also eighteen. I was just kind of scrolling down the list, and the sixteen started at fifty and got multiple bids, hammered at about fifty four fifty five. But the eighteen started at forty five and didn't really go much higher than that, sold for about 46, 47 bucks a bottle, three bottles in each lot. So it's kind of funny, you know, the, the more recent release it is, the better deal it is because 18, well that's I mean, that's still probably what they're probably releasing the 21 now, I would imagine. So probably 18 for 46, uh, 47 bucks is it? that's a that's a good deal, right? Like that's a good deal compared yeah, it's, to the it's 15 the, for going for you know 70 or whatever it was, 60 bucks.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's the 21 that I'm seeing at retail.
1: Twenty-one, yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. It's 21. It's the 21 I'm seeing at retail right now. Hey, I mean, let's uh, let's get out of this Vantalena rabbit but, hole. But
0: why don't we go over to heavy hitters weekly winners, shall we? Okay. Let's talk about just at the very top end. oh3 Jean Louis Chave, Hermitage, Cuvée, Kathleen, Cathaline, five thousand dollars. I, first of all, I always think it's cool when you see a Northern Rhone or it, honestly, I think it's cool when you see anything outside of Napa or Burgundy capture or Bordeaux capture a top spot. So it's really neat to see, you know, our highest price bottle this week be uh, a Northern Rhone wine. Wow. That's true.
1: That's <laughs> right, that is, right. I mean, it's exceedingly sought after and rare release. and It's always been horrifically expensive, but that is uh, that is something else, especially too. Oh, three is is. I mean, wine I'm sure is amazing, but you know that was that was one of those we talk about it in Bordeaux and Burgundy, but in, in the Rhone too, it was very hot. <laughs> so you know, well, the, it was but, a somewhat controversial vintage. But,
0: but just to give you an idea, it's like it's like five thousand dollars is our top seller at you know for the the 3 Chave, Cuvee Catherine Hermitage. Then number two is 05 Coach Drey, Charlemagne. Yeah, I know. I you know, <laughs> would have expected
1: the opposite.
0: Number three is 05 Domaine, Normandy, Conti, Saint Favon.
1: Right? Uh, well, per bottle, actually, no, there were two of those. There were two of those. Are you talking about Latash, the 17? No, I'm talking about the Saint Favon. Well, the no, 17. there were two. Latash were... is number
0: four, and there were two yeah, of those. Yeah. One got sold for thirty seven thirty
1: five. So, my So I
0: guess my point is like
1: number one's Rhone, and then it's Burgundy, Burgundy, Burgundy. Number then there was there, we talked about some of the um, Madeiras that were in yes. two weeks ago. Yes, and it looks like one of those rolled over, but then sold at thirty four twenty five. Which I mean, that's Eight. obviously extremely rare. Good luck, you know, replacing an eighteen thirty
0: seven. Eighteen thirty seven. <laughs> yeah, right. 425
1: like That's 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 a lot. That's high from
0: Civil War era Madeira. I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Martin Van Buren was president of the United States. <laughs> when that line was made by the factoid that you pulled out there, <clears throat> yeah, I well, I, you know, you know me, I know I know uh, all the presidents, the kinds of trivial things, yeah, all those trivial things. And by the way, so th- then after that, it's 05 Domain Comedy Conti, Sauvignon again, 3200. Um, you call it Romani Comedy, is that what you say, Romani Conti, and yeah. then uh,
1: Emmanuel Rougeau von Romani Cro parento mag for yeah, 30- those 30- 08 Croconchi 30- mags finally yeah, right. I think it you know, it took a little while. Uh, yeah. so pretty expensive
0: but it's and then and then our 12 Screaming Eagle Camry 7 uh, two of those sold for you know basically $3,005 each my point is just it's like it's like a lot of usual suspects but I thought it was really cool to see the Madeira in there and to see the John louis shot like I mean I would love to taste the Madeira from 1837, like how amazing, <laughs> yeah. how cool was that going to be? You're, I mean, now you're getting into the territory when Madeira was like super popular, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, by by the way, the one I the one that I thought was really interesting, there was this article I was reading recently. They found a bunch of wine vats in a I think it was a four or five thousand year old Egyptian queen's tomb. Hmm. Yeah, so you think that's still good? He's I Think it got a nice tannin and seriously in, in toxic. Uh, yeah. yeah, how are the vintage chart? What are the vintage charts showing from twenty nine hundred BC?
1: <laughs> B-C-E more correctly. But yeah, <coughs> what's that? I said never mind. BCE. I'm just B-C-E? correcting B-C-E? your your vernacular my apologies my apologies let's, let's talk about the some other, winners yeah some other winners i which one surprised me the most is these bernard bonan wines they were on my list as well because I, to yet another producer i'm not familiar with as i'd like to repeat often to contradict jeff i'm not an expert and this an is expert. One of those. that means he's an expert anybody what? who says that that's when you know they're an expert when they're he's modest he's extremely <laughs> modest Anyway, very interesting history with these wines. We've seen very few of them. Interestingly, Jeff, they also list the number of bottles on the label, so you can actually refer back to that when you're talking about investment advice. But I, I'm curious as to where you know these these things will go because they're getting multiple bids now. But anyway, the Bernard Bonin wines Pouilly Môursé like Garen hammered at five fifty. There's not a lot of history, exterior or external auction history to really compare that to. So keep an eye on those. Be interesting to see what happens, especially from, you know, great vintages to where those wines are going. But that's a pretty serious number for something that does not have a lot of secondary market history, period. 2010, Francois Le Marche, Le Grand Rue hammered at 690. Uh, I think that's a high for most everyone who's sold it. We've mentioned, I think there was a bottle of, or excuse me, a three pack of Trimbach, the von Tardive, Late Harvest, uh, Frederick Rumiel, and that hammered at 405, which was a high for that wine for sure. 07 Vegas Cecilia Unico at 435. Um, you mentioned the Latour mags, 16 Palmer mag at 580 and a one Chevrolet Blanc at 585. I think, <laughs> I think this is another one of our picks. But anyway, it seemed like a deal compared yeah. to everything else. And then some some Rousseau, some 14 Rousseaus uh, did quite well as well. Four, 14 Charm-Shamerton at 660 and 14 Gervais Village at 410 which is quite a bit. So lots and lots of activity last week. Like you said, a tremendous amount of multiple bids and things, you know, the 50 to $200 range. Thousands, of, I think over 5,000 bottles sold. So very, very busy auctions right now.
0: Yeah. Brought a really interesting stuff. And I think that wraps it up for our auction recap for Wine Bids Finally Hammered. This has been Paul Walker and Jeff McGurn wishing you happy bidding and cheers. Cheers.